Welcome to the Making It Happen podcast, hosted by Tom Heaney. Tom is a serial entrepreneur with a passion for helping people realize their true potential. He's on a mission to connect people that make it happen in the real world, to bring you their story, to inspire and help you achieve amazing results. Here's your host, Tom Heaney. Okay, so uh, welcome, uh, Claudius. Now, Claudius, um, you and I have, have uh, uh, crossed paths a number of times over the past, I don't even know what, six months? Um, uh, and I've been following you on social media, or you've been following me on social media. Uh, but one thing this podcast is about is like making it happen podcast. And I'm looking for people who, who are inspiring. It's not just about property. It's just people who I just think, you know what, in their niche, in their field, they're awesome because of they're making it happen in their own world. And nobody can argue, uh, Claudius, that you absolutely, every day you're like this, this jack-in-the-box, this power energy guy that just seems to just do stuff all the time. It's almost like everybody has 24 hours in a day. You seem to have like 48. You seem to be everywhere. You seem to be doing stuff. And uh, it's and the fact you're only 22, I just think it's really inspiring because somebody maybe who's listening to this might just be uh, leaving school, leaving college, at uni, and then seeing someone like yourself who just smashing it in so many different areas, I think it's a really inspiring story. So thanks for coming on to the Making It Happen podcast. Where are you coming from from today? Where are you based? So I'm based now in Warrington in England. Okay. I yep. used to live in Germany. So I did school in Germany. I did um, college in Germany. And then at the age of 18, I moved from Germany to the UK because I wanted to go to the world's best indoor skate park, which just so happens to be in Corby in England. Okay. Yeah. And um, then so my parents divorced. They sold their house. And then my dad bought a house cash in Corby for me to live in. That's nice. And then um, I used to go to this indoor skate park every single day. All I wanted to get to do is to be the best scooter rider I can be. And then yeah. essentially a few months later, I went to California meeting some friends I met at um, other skate parks and competitions a few years ago. And then I discovered basically YouTube, right? California. Um, and then um, I literally used my iPhone 6 at the time, literally yeah. to, to self-film just yeah. for fun, like um, my tricks and everything. And yeah. uh, I used to film with my friends together and all that. And um, I actually got my first 20,000 subscribers just with my iPhone. That's great. And then I had to like, figure out how to edit and stuff. I used to edit mm. myself, film everything. And um, that's how it all started in 2016. Yeah, so 18-year-old Claudius. Um, so there's a major thing there because I, I, my, my mantra, and, I, and a lot of people is the same, like you mirror success. You actually look look at uh, what what are the things that people do that gets results. And you, you, you were really clear and fixated on a specific outcome. Now, not everybody, like a lot of young people, uh, they, they, they say, oh, I want to be a footballer. Not everybody will become a international uh, football star. Uh, but you, you, you had your eyes fixated and, and clear on the outcome that you wanted to be an international top, top performer in, in scooter. Yeah. Uh, and so you went to the, so there's something that you went to the best park. And then you train consistently, like almost obsessively, uh, and to refine the skill. And you're still doing that now. I, I, I can see it. You, like your, your goals have changed slightly now, but you're still using the same kind of metrics. And you just your goals on a different outcome, which we'll talk about later. And so, how would you feel actually at 18, leaving home and living in a different country, uh, having you living in your own house? Tell, tell me about that first phase. What what were some of the challenges you had? Actually, that's a very interesting question because when I think about this. I was actually more scared 
to stay in Germany because in <laughs> Germany I didn't really know um, what to do because the skate parks aren't really that good. So yeah. I used to live in Munich and they have they have no indoor skate park there. And uh, in Germany, just like the UK, it's raining a lot. So scootering was the most important thing for me. So I just wanted to be where the best indoor skate parks are. And interestingly, the two last year of school, I went to the UK with my dad almost every school holiday to all the different indoor skate parks because I wanted to see where the best one is yeah. um, to, to live, basically. And um, yeah, I actually did so many different sports. I did. Um, I played the piano for three years. I played the saxophone for four years. I played the drums for eight years. I did um, judo. I got a blue belt. Um, I did it for nine years, judo. Um, you know, ping pong professionally for five years, obsessively, basketball, football, yeah. all the sports. So, and and I, But scootering always stuck with me since 13. So um, it took me a while to, 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 to find that one, basically. So I think that's a really good um, uh, lesson for, for people is actually people get get caught up on the fact that they, they, they feel they've got to find out their purpose or what they actually want out of life really quickly. And like my mantra, I used to be a teacher for like 10 years in a secondary school. And it's, it's, it's OK to have like just 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 have a go down one path and go, hey, being a pianist is not for me. Being a table tennis player is not for me. And you, 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 people get scared to just enjoy the journey rather than they, they've got to feel like they've got to find the job for life. And that is it. And like what's what's awesome about the 21st century now is you like people have like 10, 15 different careers in their life if they so want to. And it's nice that you had the ability to just play with all these different options to work out, actually, this is something I want to do. So that's, that's great to hear. And it's, it's funny to see that um, you also uh, actually went around the UK looking for the best skate park because um, that, 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 there's an education phase too. Uh, and that's cool. So a lot of people got university to, to find themselves. You found yourself through skate parks, which is, which is inspiring. Now, right now, so you've got 1.1 million YouTube subscribers. That in itself is is an amazing feat. Like uh, we, we're growing our YouTube channel now. It's related to property, and uh, with, with like with no sp- uh, with no like paid followers, we we've only just gone over a thousand, and it's taken us a good few months to get there. So to get to one point one million, like hats off to you, high five! And people listening to the podcast now, uh, if they've never really watched YouTube or whatever, you know that's a really amazing feat. So tell me about like what was the uh, uh, people who listen, they might want to start their own YouTube channel. They might want to actually be trying to to grow it. How, how apart from just being awesome at being a, somebody at scooter, which does attract attention, is there anything that's helped you refine your um, offering service on YouTube? So is it so is the question um, like tips to be better on YouTube or yeah? What so what have you found that helps and works through to, to get better engagement, better followers, better quality on your YouTube channel? Yeah. Yeah, so, so one interesting question is, which I think most people oversee, even with property, first thing you have to decide you want to be a YouTuber. It's actually yeah. a conscious decision because most people, they never decide it really because once you decide it, everything falls into place because once you commit it, it's just a matter of putting in the work to then um, find it. So let's say you want to make YouTube videos and you commit it to it. I'd say the first thing is, um, and this is so simple, it's consistency. If you just upload a video every single week or, or twice a week, over time, YouTube will actually find your audience for you because no matter how niche your content is, YouTube will find the right people for your videos. 
Yeah, great. So that, that, that that's a that's a great point you made there as well. Is like consistency over time. But they're going back, making that decision, and that's just like anything, isn't it? A lot of people have an idea. I'd say it's a business idea, a career idea, or a hobby idea. They go, oh, you know what? I, I love to go uh, to be a to go to be a rower, or I'd love to go to the gym. But they just have these ideas, and making that conscious decision actually takes commitment to deliver it through. And and so like a new year has just come past, and a lot of people make these decisions. They get right. I say I'm going to get fit. And they, they don't commit after week two. And I think after week four or five, they're back doing the same old habits. And it's that commitment of consistency over time uh, could, could actually be demonstrated over, over every, any part of your life. Would you agree, Claudius? It's a habit. Yeah, so I know you drink a lot of water. Now, a lot, a lot of people um, a lot of people would say, yeah, it's a great idea drinking water. So they'll, they'll try and get two or three litres down, knowing it's healthy. But then it just goes back to them not drinking enough, dehydrated, feeling tired. So I noticed you're a big advocate of lemon water. So I've been doing two litres of lemon water a day. And uh, yeah, and it's healthier, more energy, more alert. So uh, we, we do that. We have that in common. So um, going back to the, the YouTube subscription uh, subscribers there. So um, what do you think about the statement that actually it's not about the amount of people that you've got, more about the actual value and interaction you've got on the community that you do have, whether you've got 30 followers versus a million. Tell me, tell me more what you think about that statement. So um, I think if you focus on making just the best content you can make and content yeah. that you want to make uh, that's authentic to you, um, people will notice that and then people will come to you, especially if you are new to YouTube and you are like in entertainment or in like the big, um, like you want to be a big YouTuber, you, you, like most people, they want to do like everything they can to get as many views as possible, but you might be better off and, and that this might be inauthentic to them, which they don't really like themselves. So they start attracting an audience which is based on content that they didn't like in the first place. So you might be better off making content that you want to make, that you just love sharing, that you're passionate about and attract the right audience because you just make your content and then the people who will want to watch it will come to you automatically. And then it's just a matter of time getting, um, growing an audience like property, because my goal is also to get 2 million subscribers on my property channel um, as well and to 100k this year. And um, it might be a little bit harder because it's a lot more niche. But then yes, again, yeah, you can say the same thing about scootering. At that time, could, yeah. there was no scooter rider ever like get, getting this far. So you got to find different angles to make property appealing to like a pretty much the masses. You got to make it appealing to the masses and combine multiple things like maybe have a car in it, a little bit of a vlog style, so have like education mixed with, have different formats, so different episodes. Yeah, yeah diff diff different content, yeah, I agree. So what, what if someone says though, um, look, look Claudius, like I've been posting uh, consistent content, like you said, for six months, and I've only got 30 followers. What would you say to somebody who says they've been posting consistent about what they love, but they're just getting hardly any engagement, any, any advice to that kind of person? Well, I would look at, I would look at your videos. I would look at which ones are viewed the most, and I would read comments. I would ask your audience. I would just say, "Hey guys, um, I made." I would just be honest. I would say, "Hey guys, I started YouTube uh, six months ago. The, the the results aren't really that good yet. What do you guys think? Comment down below. What do you guys want to see? I would make it all about the audience. Even if you have only yeah. fifty people watching, 
ask those, and then new people come in. And what I oftentimes did is asked, um, asked them questions, and then I did their video ideas in the next video, but saying, hey, thanks to Daniel for this video idea, um, and then also thanks for this person, this person, this person to subscribe, and you gotta find different games and challenges to get people engaged. And you wanna make content that people look forward to. So rather than just making, oh, here's a video, here's a video, think about um, making like a series where they can um, be part of and, and look something forward to every single time. Like a movie, yeah, it's like, basically. It's like, it's like, an, it's like, a, like a TV series. Like a, so like a story goes on from one to another, from another to another. So it's like a series, like I say, a five or six video series on a particular idea. Yeah, so that's a, it's, a, it's a good idea. If you're enjoying this series and you, you're getting value from it, it would be really awesome if you could just leave a review and share it with your friends so we can really widen our reach on helping more people make it happen. Now, as a thank you for doing so, if you screenshot your review and you send it to me on one of my social media platforms, let's say on Instagram, so you can DM me, Tom Heaney underscore property, and you can show me your review or send it to me on Facebook, Tom Heaney Property. Then uh, as a thank you, I'll invite you to a private roundtable mastermind where we're going to be looking at how you can really scale your personal brand, your business, or your property investment uh, portfolio using social media and marketing in 2020. So how can you really smash and scale that? So that'll be happening in February. So if you want to come to that as a complimentary guest, as my thank you for really helping boost our uh, podcast, then you just send me your screenshot. But for one lucky winner for the next six weeks as well, we will also be giving you two complimentary VIP tickets to our boutique Property Wealth and Cashflow course event where you'll be front row. You'll have a work booklet and a private Q&A with myself on the Sunday with lunch as a thank you for just being awesome. And in addition to that, there'll be an online property training series that helps you understand how you can control property and create over a £1,000 per property per calendar month using hardly any of your own cash. So that's be one lucky winner for the next six weeks. So keep enjoying this podcast. And once again, thanks for tuning in. Okay, so tell me more about Claudius then. So you're four years on from uh, setting up your own life in the UK. Um, you've you've grown exponentially in terms of your business. You're a businessman as well. What does what does life look like for Claudius right now? What 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 is uh, what's a typical day in the in the world of Claudius? If somebody's like if we had a fly on the wall following you around, what would I see? Well, that's that's a very good question. Like I think at the moment, um, I pretty much live two lives. There's no real typical day at the moment. So on the one hand. I'm the scooter rider Claudius, the, the YouTuber who does crazy tricks on um, at the skate park on a neon bright scooter. But then my main focus is property investing. And so any day, so my current um, plan is to do one week, I mean one day per week where I go to a skate park. I meet with my videographer and we used to basically go to a skate park every single day and film a video every day. But now we are filming three, four, five videos in one day. He's editing them. And then the other six days, I am um, booking property viewings. And I'm going to viewings. I'm putting offers in. And I'm also in the process of getting um, a virtual assistant at the moment who's going to book in the viewings for me where I just say, hey, here are the properties. Here's my calendar. Book them in. And find out rental demand. Da, 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 call these people. 
so I can multiply my time. Yeah. And um, I'm also working on optimizing my, um, my deal list. So I have one list with all my deals and one with my viewings and then one with my offers. And um, I'm trying to just get this um, optimized. And I want to get as many property deals done this year as possible. Yeah. Um, I'm currently waiting sense. on... So tell tell us why 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 pro why you want to get into property why why property deals why is that why is that the next chapter for you Claudius? Well, property is what excites me the most currently, because in property I see the most upside and the most potential. I feel like the reason why I'm not as crazily obsessed about um, scootering that anymore. I still love it, but I feel like I um, accomplished the most you can accomplish, mm -hmm. and yeah, well done. And it's almost like it's almost like sad that like, like like what else there to do. So I was looking for a bigger vehicle to serve people. Yeah. And, and and property is just ticks all the boxes. It's just and it's interesting because outside people look at like why property? Why property? I never really like um, rationally decided property. I just saw property the same way I saw scootering in YouTube. And it just like, it appealed to me. So it's like yeah. very natural to me. Like it's almost like, it almost feels like I didn't make the decision. It's almost like, yeah, yeah. of course property. Like it's very hard to explain. But actually, uh, we, we, we have chatted at, at length um, on a number of occasions now, and you, you've been actually in my home where we did uh, try and record this podcast originally, but the, the sound was not great. So uh, thanks for coming back on, by the way. Um, so the, 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 you also like property because you also know that it actually pr creates near passive income so that it gives you that flexibility of choice and freedom to do more of what you love, whatever that next chapter is, once you get systemized and scaled your portfolio. Yeah, is that right? Okay, very good. So, what's um, thinking about you? You've so you've you've now from listening to what you said there, you, you've actually now managing your time more efficiently, even in your scootering. So you're condensing the videoing into one day to give you more time back. And now, being a multiple business owner myself, it's really good to see that you're now trying to bring in a member of the team to give you more time. For me, the only way you can scale and grow any business is through leverage and building in a team. So, like my first team member was a personal assistant, a PA. So a virtual assistant, they're not in the office. I like to have them in the office because my, my brain does this. Scoot us all over the place. And somebody who who's not near would find it hard to keep up with my fast-thinking brain. So that's why I like them in the office, so they can be reactive. Um, so well done for uh, looking for a VA because I think that will help you systemize your sourcing and deal flow. So good to see. Uh, so... Um, What's the biggest challenge you've got then right now, Claudius, in your life? What's the biggest challenge? The biggest challenge is time because what I see is I can only be on one property viewing at a time and most agents, they won't, I mean pretty much all agents, legally you have to book a viewing before you can make an offer. And then the biggest challenge is, all, and this is what takes the most time currently, that's why I'm going to get a VA to do this who's even more qualified than I am in time management. Um, to, to organize my viewings because yeah. I have to calculate, I have to basically, because viewings can only happen between 10 a.m. to 5, although agents open at 9. So I have to squeeze in as many as possible and line them up in a location. So I have to, and oftentimes I want to see properties from different agents. So I got to line them up geographically in a certain way to like 
so I can be in the right time for the next one and the next one. No, I get that. So it's just so it's, it's, it's time it's controlling your time more efficiently. Yeah. Like I, I want to have that. ten more Claudiuses yeah. doing things. And so that's, I'm going to get the way to scale. Yeah, I agree. Or find a good sourcing agent, which they're hard to come by. Or uh, you try and do direct to vendor, so so you actually do evening viewings or weekend or Sunday viewings with with the owner themselves. So that's that's maybe an alternative. Um, okay, so um, to, to finish off then, Claudius. Um, you, you've gone through this education phase which, through, through property. You've done this. You've, you've become awesome at being a scooter. Like you, you've got a great following on online. Um, like if if you could t- uh, tell your eighteen year old self to do something differently, or, or want to look now you're twenty two, four years has passed to, to eighteen. What would you tell your eighteen year old self to get even more success and results than what you've already achieved? Would you would you tell yourself to do anything differently? It's very hard to say because I. I think even like the struggles were actually um, good because they redirected me to to to, to, to be better. Um, what were your struggles? Let's delve into that. So what were your struggles? Give me some. Give me a couple of things that you have that have been challenges for you. <sighs> struggles. Um, well, like I never, like I had difficulties, like 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 small difficulties, like on on some videos or getting places or. But for me, it didn't matter because I was committed. And I think that's the biggest difference because if you are committed and you say, I am going to do this and, and it's just so clear, any struggles is not really a struggle. So what I say is, I say this, I, think, I say, nothing is in my way, everything is on my way. Yeah. So it's, that's good. That's good. I, I would just yeah. say, um, keep doing what you're doing and just um, don't get distracted by um by 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 other things to please other people yeah external noise and distractions um, one thing I wasn't, um, hadn't even thought about uh, chatting about, but just com- just reminded me is, you know, on your so on your story and on your uh, Instagram and YouTube, you, you're talking about getting um, sort of like uh, sort of like a, sort of like a la- like a skin like a laser treatment. Um, to, just to, some people who are watching this maybe have, have a similar um, challenge or condition or something, and you know, and seeing because you're so visible in public. Um, I, it's it's a great to see that you, you're showcasing everything. So, do you want to just quickly tell us about um, uh, that being a challenge at all, or uh, what? what um, just just to help people that maybe learn or be feel empowered that they that, that they can learn something from that process you've been going through. Yeah. So, um, I used to have very so my skin always used to be very very good. Even as a teenager, I never had yeah. acne, no pimples, nothing. And then at the age of between um, between. 19 to 21, I had very, very strong acne on my face, chest, um, shoulders, and back, and then um, which disappeared. So now I have very, very strong um, acne um, tissue, basically. Let me let me show you real quick. So you can see okay, here. Yeah. And it's like scarring tissue, yeah? Tissue. Oh, wow. And yeah. so now I go to uh, Germany to get it lasered which basically um, renews the skin. So in a couple more cycles, the skin will um, totally heal and be like very good. And the reason why I actually very enjoy filming like on my Insta story or my YouTube channel and making a story out of it, because I'm a YouTuber and I like to create stories. And this is another way to, to make a story. 
And yeah, 100%. I'm just used to sharing things. And, and the thing is, I'm getting lasered either way. So why not share it and inspire people to say, hey, guys, 100%. I have this. Um, it's, it's totally okay, right? Um, to have flaws and uh, just be um, confident in your skin and have self-esteem. And interestingly, yeah, I see many kids these days, like we take pictures at like skate parks and then they, um, when they post it, they do this. <laughs> yeah, they do this. <laughs> paint, like, um, yeah, they, go, they, yeah, they scribble, scribble their face out. And it's like, why do you do this? Like, I don't like my face. It's like, yeah, yeah, I get that. Told you that, like, just, just have self-esteem and like, like, love who yourself you and are. you're perfect how you are. Yeah, because it's easy as you get older, you realize that, uh, yeah, you just don't care as much. But when you're younger, it's just such just a big thing, isn't it? Uh, but as you get older, you just think, sod it, like, life's too short. They either love me or you hate me, and you're not going to get loved by everybody. So just love being you, and you'll get levitated towards by people who like you for you. And I think that's a great attitude to have. And at 22, a lot of people actually are still really, really caught up on their whole image. And you have it, you do have your own personal image and brand. Uh, you've got your you've got your hair, you've got the, the your clothing, your brand. And so you've still got that going on. But I also like the fact that you also just don't care in terms of like, this is me, like, love me or love me or loathe me. Like, just take me for how I am, going to share my journey. And I think that's just a really inspiring thing to have at 22. And also just the attitude that the, the, the property attitude that you've got, because a lot of people will be thinking it's not for me. Now's not the right time. But you're like, sod it. This is it. I, this is my next focus. I'm going for it full pelt. And that's that's how we ended up getting uh, in contact too. So, Ed, any final words before we uh, before we draw this to a close? Because you, um, you you've got an inspiring story. You're 22. You're really independent. You're driven. You're giving massive value to young people. Inspiring through your channels, through your free content. Uh, you're you've got your your, your businesses making uh, money through your your online streams. But actually, that's the final question before we you want to wrap up. Is like once you've got some followers on YouTube, what kind of revenue can be generated from that? Uh, just from just from views well it's interesting so on youtube the the easiest way is to just um monetize your videos so you just go into youtube settings and just monetize the videos where youtube will find ads for your videos um, in front of your video you can even have if the video is longer than 10 minutes in the video um you need to the video needs to be copyright free so no copyright music nothing so totally clean YouTube is also getting stricter and stricter with their guidelines. So like you, you can't swear, it can't be inoffensive or, you know what I mean? Um, and, but the problem with this is, especially if you're in a very niche market, like, like you are in property YouTube, or you have a, like, a, you don't get that many views. On YouTube, you need quite a lot of views. So for example, per thousand views, you get between two to three pounds. Education channels, interestingly, get a lot higher it's called CPM depends on where they are watching from and how long and education channels get four five six even seven eight pounds per thousand views because education channels typically are watched have better watch time ratio meaning they watch longer longer and YouTube promotes videos that watch longer because they want you to have on the platform as long as possible so if you make long videos they say your video is amazing. Thank you so much. We're going to show your video to everyone because in an education channel, people want to watch to learn. So they want to like watch the whole thing versus education channel channels like me. It's all about like here, click here, click there. It's like, they don't really care. There's not much like, 
value where they like, oh, I have to watch this now. It's more like just entertainment. So that's very good for you. Um, and then the other ways, I think, which are the way more lucrative ways is actually rather than just relying on views, because this can be very stressful, just hunting for views, is creating a business around your channel and just use YouTube as a tool to promote your business. So have like products like um, clothing, merchandise, my own scooter products. So depending on what industry you're in, there's different products associated with it, which either you can sell yourself, you can have affiliate links in the description yeah. where you get a commission, you can have um, promote your own seminars or my, my tour. So what it, it's pretty much a marketing tool, just like Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. It's attention, isn't it? So you get the attention, give value, and then offer. Because people, what, people who like you actually want to engage and take the next step with you. And then it, I think it's almost like you're due to do it, this, and you miss, and you're you're miss serving them if you don't. Because people do want to take the next step with you. So yeah, I like that attitude. Well, Claudius, as always, I really enjoyed chatting with you. It was nice seeing you in London when you were down there, and it was nice having you back up at our home uh, when you came to visit. So I look forward to meeting you and seeing you again. Keep in touch. Don't be a stranger. And uh, yeah, so do check Claudius out on YouTube, Instagram. Uh, he's got a property channel that he's starting to, to, to gear up. But if you love scootering, do check him out. Uh, it's the amount of people who, who I know up in the Northeast who go, oh, you know Claudius. I'm like, yeah. Uh, uh, and they, they've been following you online. So it's nice to put a face to a name too. So yeah, thanks for the interview. And I'll see you again soon, Claudius. Thank you very much, Tom. Thank Looking you. forward to the next podcast. Ask your audience to comment down below questions for the next podcast to ask. Great, great idea. Yeah. So yeah, there we go. He's, he's done it for us. And make sure you go and subscribe to our YouTube channels. Take care. Now, before you listen to the next episode, I want to say a massive thank you if you are already a subscriber. And I know some of you have yet to subscribe. I am watching. Please do hit that subscribe button so you get alerted when the next episode comes out. And it's every single week. And the comments, the more you engage, the more you tell us what you want, the more we can help serve you and get the best results to make it happen. Now, some people don't know we exist yet, and they could be some of your friends. Just think, one episode could really help transform and change the direction of their life for the better, so please do share it with them too. Enjoy the next episode, and I'll see you soon.